I love the way you say film. Hello, how are you? This is Brian Lloyd, movies editor at entertainment.ie. You are listening to a very, 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 it's so special you don't even know, uh, episode of The Film Show. Uh, You've probably noticed that the show has been off the air for the last couple of weeks. Uh, That is due to, well, I mean, okay, right. (laughs) Basically, a couple of us went on holidays and then a couple of other people went on holidays. And then it sort of worked out that neither of us were actually here. Well, all three of us weren't here at the same time because it's the holidays. You know, it's the summer season and we're all going on holidays and we deserve holidays. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, so we basically haven't had a chance to actually all sit down and do a show. We're basically like, you know, the Hollywood people, you know, when we talk about scheduling conflicts, they're real. They actually exist. Um, so, uh, on this week's episode, I have a very, very special thing. I have Azif Kapadia who is an Oscar-winning director. He did Amy, he did Senna, and his film Diego Maradona is out in cinemas this Friday. He was good enough to come in, and we only got I only got to talk to him for to about 12 minutes, because, and this is, I hope uh, he won't mind me telling him this story, but he was actually in a car crash getting to the office. Um, the publicist that was with him, uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn Hogarty from Limelight Communications, he was like ringing me. He said, look, listen, uh, we'll get him into you. We'll get him in at three o'clock. Um, but he's on his way to the airport. So, you know, you got to be tight. you got to be 15 minutes. So I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. That's absolutely fine. And three o'clock comes and Glenn texts me and he says, look, listen, we're, uh, we're, running, into, we're running a bit of traffic here. But, you know, we'll be there in about 10 minutes. So I was like, yeah, yeah, fine. Take a time. I'm all set up and ready to roll. And then he, he rings me a quarter past. He was like, yeah, listen, we're on foot. We'll be there in five minutes. And I was like, look. This is fine. We can, I can, we can do this over the phone. I can just transcribe the interview. Like, no, no, no. We were in a car crash. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. And he actually was in a car crash. They actually, the thing T-boned. He was in a taxi and it T-boned. He seemed fine. I mean, like, I know you're kind of listening to this now, thinking, Jesus, why did you do an interview when that man was in a car crash? He came in and he was fine. Like, he was not like there was no blood on the table. He didn't have this like big, massive, gaping wound. He was totally fine. So. And he, and he, like, he was completely lucid and clear, so it's not like he had whiplash or anything like that either. But at the same time, when I was kind of like, when he was sitting there, I was like, my God. It's like, I wonder, is he going to, like, is it just all going to hit him all of a sudden? That he was like, oh, God, I was in a car crash. Maybe it wasn't that bad. I mean, they said he, they said he T-boned, the car T-boned, which sounds pretty bad. I mean, I don't know if the airbag went off or not, but I don't know. Anyways. Um, so yeah, so uh, this is our interview with Azif Kapadia. Um, we will hopefully, hopefully, uh, have the show back up and running pretty soon uh, with a few changes. I won't lie, we've, we've used the time off to think of new ways and new and exciting ways uh, to improve the film show. Um, as always, uh, you can get in touch with us. There is the Twitter account. You can tweet me at Brian M. Lloyd. Or you can email uh, brian at entertainment.ie. So, yeah, this is my interview with Azif Kapadia. Uh, Diego Maradona is in Irish cinemas this weekend. And it's really, really good. I really enjoy it a lot as well. And I'm not even a football guy at all. And I kind of, uh, I really, really did a great soundtrack as well. Uh, Todd Terrier, you'll hear him in the start. He has that great song. It's already dynamite. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm done. Uh, this is the interview. Thanks. Bye. With Senna, the likes of Senna and with Amy, I mean, both your your uh, subjects had died, but Diego Maradona is still alive. 
So, I mean, does that change anything for you, realistically? Uh, yeah, initially, it's one of the reasons to do it. It's because it's not the same story, again, right. of, you know, a, a brilliant life lived, which tragically ends young. I, yeah. I thought, if I'm going to do this a third time, the reason to do it is because it's different and because... You know, it's a different way of living if you get old. It's a different way of looking back at your life and a different, a more challenging way to make a film if your life is as interesting and as dramatic at every point and every turn mm. as Diego Maradona because he never did retire. He never calmed yeah. down. He's never stopped. So for me, that's the good thing because it was going to be a different challenge. But I mean, I guess, you know, it, it is that thing of you can either take in the entire life or you can only take in one particular defining moment. And obviously you chose his career in Naples. Um, at any point, did you second guess yourself that when you were doing research, when you were doing interviews? Yeah, when, I, when, I, um, when we're researching, I told my team to research everything, all of it, from the beginning to the end. And it would drive everyone mad. And like, well, you, you should decide. And my producers, I have to say, were all along the way were saying, you know, really the story is Naples. And I'm like, yeah, but... I can only understand Naples if you have the context. If I know what happened else. before and after, yeah, sure, yeah. you know, and so a lot of the things that we then put in the film may refer to things that had happened previously in his life, or we hint at what happens after. But we ended up focusing on Naples because that's the key point when he was the became the best player in the world. Mm. That's the point when his problems became a problem, you yeah. know, unsolvable issue that he's still dealing with now. Um, so that that became the turning point. He starts off. You see him at the beginning when he arrives, and he looks really. He looks really good. He looks great. He looks great. His eyes, his hair, his smile, he's happy. He looks beautiful and vulnerable, though. You know, a bit lost. He doesn't yeah. know where he's going. The guy that leaves is very different. Completely. I mean, he's gone literally through the ringer. I would ask, though, I mean, you know, and again, I, 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 say, this, I say this with complete honesty. I loved Amy. But when I watched Amy, you definitely come out of it with the kind of sense of there's definitely... Not necessarily a villain, but there is definitely a feeling here of someone was to blame for this. And I felt when I was watching Diego Maradona that it's not necessarily that Naples turned against him because I don't think he got away with it. Like, I mean, he did this into himself. I mean, he was obviously a grown man. He knew what he was doing. But you do get the sense that, yeah, I mean, the city turned against him. Like, and it was pretty brutal. Like, I mean, do you feel that way? Well, Did you feel I that would way? say it's Italy. I think it's the Italians and it's the kind of the system. Yeah. The way, you know, the the, the country's run and the kind of power base turns mm. against him. Some Neapolitans may have felt he kind of betrayed him. But actually, Neapolitans would now turn around and say, no, we love him. We still love him. We always loved him. Um, if you, you know, you bring up Amy, you bring up Senna as well. You know, they had kind of obvious external rivals that we could show. When doing this film and researching it, I don't think there was an obvious external rival. I think it's all in him. I think the person that creates the conflict and the drama and the it's tension, he, it's all in him. Yeah. He's the guy, for whatever reason, can't, he asks for peace. He wants to go somewhere. He wants to be left alone. But he also wants attention. He wants to be at the centre of it. He wants to know who runs the town. And if it's like certain people downtown that are, you know, really the underworld, yeah, he's going to be hanging out with yeah. them. Yeah. So that that's what I felt came out of the film was the story is really about a man who's constantly arguing almost with himself, which then manifests himself with picking a fight with everyone else. The, how, I mean, has he seen it? Not yet. No, I've tried to show it to him. His, him trying to pin him down and nail him down to kind of show it to him became such a complicated, mad, travelling the world thing that um, 
I haven't managed it. Well, I haven't given up. It'll happen. It'll just happen at the right moment, the Mm -hmm. right time. And hopefully maybe at some point when he's in Europe, it might happen when I have to go over to Latin America and do the kind of the release over there, maybe around September. Yeah. Has what was I guess you know like you said you've obviously done a huge amount of research for what was the most surprising thing that you took because I mean the thing about Diego Maradona was was that he lived his life in front of cameras I mean okay fine he had his secret life where he was Diego but I mean everything I mean I'm not even a football guy and I know who he is so I'm guessing what was the most surprising thing that you took away from the research I think as as we just really talked about it I think the idea that um, the story is really about this battle within himself yeah. and I think the kind of the good side and the bad side the cheat and the genius you know all of these things that we've heard which are kind of summed up against the famous game against England where he scores yeah, the goals, yeah, you know yeah. you see the two sides of his personality you know football's a game of two halves you have day and night you kind of have the guy that you see in the daytime he's there with his kids and then he goes out when they all go to sleep and he's the dark other side of him yeah, comes out and, and I think that's what's that's what I didn't know going in and I'd never heard anyone else talking about it. I've read books. I've seen lots of people trying to make films about him. But often the people that made shows about him were dealing with latter Diego Maradona yeah. post-football career. What our film is trying to show is him at his peak. So even if you're not into football, God, he was great. Yeah. You know, the things he could do, people who don't like football have kind of seen the film and understand him a bit more. Seeing him at his most vulnerable... And also, at the ending, people feel for him. They feel a bit sorry for him. They're like, you know, this guy, how can anyone survive that and not go crazy? Yeah. I mean, that's really it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, compare, like, I would compare it to Amy because it's the idea of how toxic and how just draining fame can be. It, it almost starts off as Senna because it's about a Latin yeah. American hero. And it's beautiful. And it's all like the vitality yeah. of life. And like, But it, gonna... then it becomes Amy because of the price of fame and the price of genius and, you know, what happens to him and because of his addiction issues and the thing they have in common. But then the third act, I guess, is him, which is he won't go quietly, yeah. you know. And so the person that... If you even if you're not into football, you might have seen some footage of him in later life looking a beast in Cuba or, you know, being hanging out with some dictator yeah. or in, you know, at the World Cup last year. And you go, What are you doing? What is a man of your age doing? And, you know, he's there at the World Cup as a FIFA delegate and he's giving two fingers to the crowd. I you know, know. it's fantastic. I, I mean not fantastic, but like it's So that's it, see? So now that's what's gonna be interesting. There are people who say, Oh, it's hilarious, this guy, look, he's got a huge bag of coke next to him and he's doing this and he's doing that. It's yeah. fantastic. And then you're gonna it's gonna be interesting. After seeing the film, you go, It's a bit sad. It is. It's, I said that's Is that fantastic. someone out of control? But you yeah. did, what's fascinating is you did say it, and a lot of lads, a lot of guys, I know a lot of the comments, oh, he's a cheat in England, you know, it's yeah, all they can go yeah, on yeah. about is the World Cup. Now, the same thing happened with Amy. The number of comments when you looked at an article that we're making a film about her and it's like, ah, she's this and she's that, that went away after people saw the film. You realise actually, it's someone who's quite lost, and it's not a life you'd wish on your worst enemy. Sure, yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I don't know because the film's not come out yet. But yeah. I'm really fascinated to know the, does the opinion of Diego Maradona change or not? I mean, yeah. I mean, like I, I like I said, like I'm not a football guy, and I watched it, and I I found it fascinating because I liked how he as a person just is completely swallowed by this. That's I mean, I mean again, I compared that to Amy. I compared that to Senna to a certain degree. One I want to ask you about is is that this is obviously the you know your trilogy of documentaries. I mean, do you see yourself continuing on in that? 
I think I will. I don't know what the next subject is. I'm not, and I'm, I'm not in a mad rush because yeah. they're quite hard. Yeah, they're, no, I can believe they're yeah. difficult and they're mentally and physically draining films. So I often go off and do something completely different next, like Mindhunter and yeah. So I do TV stuff. I, I've made movies in the past, and I probably want to go off and write and direct another movie. Kind of going back to my previous life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and at some point, there'll be a character or a subject that I feel I could do something with. But which, you know, maybe again becomes a new challenge. Sure. Whatever that is. And, and, and partly I kind of like to play with genre a bit. So for me, Senna was like an action movie. He's mm. an all action hero, spiritual action movie. Amy's a musical for me. And, you know, the songs are the narrative. This is kind of like a Scorsese gangster film. You know? <laughs> it's, the it's the Wolf of Wall Street. It's yeah. the Wolf of Wall Street. It's, it's Wolf of Wall Street. It's mean streets. It's like low life guys who are kind of doing what they've got to do to survive. And one of them happened to play football. Yeah. I mean, that was going to be my, that was going to be another question. I mean, obviously you're using you know found footage and you know archival footage and whatever. But I mean, do you go into it with a kind of template in your head? Not a template, but sort I of know like, nothing. No, but I mean, I literally you're trying go to evoke something. And the, like. and the and the more I do, and in a way, the more successful the films have been, the more I trust the fact that it's the journey of making it where I'll figure it out. And I just need everyone to understand. I don't know what the film's going to be. You can keep asking. I don't know, but I trust myself that we'll find it. And I trust my brilliant team that I work with. And the producers have kind of more and more and more as we've gone along, kind of backed off backed more off and more and more because they know we'll, you'll find it. You know, and the idea of trying to micromanage us and the process hasn't worked. Because we're quite good at what we do, but it does take time. We're slow because we're precise and we're forensic. And it is, you know, you've got to imagine the process of making these films is like that kind of bad cop movie where the guy gets yeah, in a hotel like a room. String, yeah. yeah, you open the door and it's like, oh, look at all the research on the wall. He's got all those pictures and the arrows and he's got coffee yeah, cups yeah. and he's like, he's, he's not washed and his clothes are falling and he's an absolute mess. And yeah, you like Zodiac. See, yeah, yeah, exactly. My brain is like Zodiac. And weirdly enough, you know, that process, just following that one through that, that that process of making Amy, I think, was the reason why I got the job for Mindhunter. Yeah. I had an interview with David Fincher in L.A. And he's like, this is the show. And I'd read the episodes. And I'm like, that character who's trying to research and talk to serial killers in the case of Mindhunter is me trying to unravel the murder case or death case or whatever happened with Amy or what, what happened to Diego? Where mm. is he? Is that guy really him or is that someone else? You is know? that myth-making or yeah. is that actually the So that, that process of kind of investigating these characters and trying to figure out where did they go, what happened, who's responsible, is anyone responsible, you know, is the way we make the movies. And, and that, that is literally what our edit suite wall looks like when we're making them. Yeah, because, I mean, I think there's an interesting... Like, I mean, I don't know if you've been watching Chernobyl, but, I mean, there Not is... yet, no. It's fantastic. But it is that thing of, like, I think people now, more than ever, because we kind of live in this fucking world of, like, fake news and myth-making and all that kind of shit, that people want something that will cut through the bullshit and be like, here's what happened. And, like, you're kind of getting that in Diego Maradona. I, I think these, these documentaries generally and stories based on kind of true life but done in a very interesting, dramatic way, for me, have slightly plugged the hole in... When I was younger, there was kind of indie cinema, yeah. independent New York cinema, you know, those kind of films that were quite interesting and they were low budget and quite quirky. And in a way, they've all been swallowed up or they've vanished. Those filmmakers are not necessarily coming through anymore. 
And I think that's what's happening with documentaries and with this series like Chernobyl. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't seen it myself, but, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to plug that hole against the kind of beast of Marvel and Disney yeah. and studio films and yet another version of the same story before, during and after running in a parallel universe of the story you've already seen and bought. You know, that's what we're competing with. Mm. And, and you know, the, the way of the world and politics and everything that's going on, people need an escape of some form, I guess, right now. For me, you know, you got. I am a football fan. It is either sport or movies. Yeah, you know, and some people other. it's television. I guess. Yeah, it's no. It is. I would really recommend you. Final question. You, I know we kind of touched on this already, but there is is there is there any kind of subject or topic that's kind of tickling your? Itch? I mean, right now it is politics. I'm really, thinking yeah? that it's just what's going on in the world and the idea of somehow looking at what's going on across the world in terms of politics and politicians and the way things are being divided and switching and you know corruption within the systems and it doesn't matter you can cheat get away with it no one cares you know you just cover it up you pay a small fine later on down the line you know so i feel like right now i'm interested in that because that's affecting me affecting my colleagues my friends european friends my children's futures yeah so um um, that Panama Papers thing, like the fact that that just came out and just yeah. no one all of this, shit. all yeah. of this, Cambridge Analytica, you know. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a TV series or what. If anything, it might just be something that I mull over. But if you're asking me now, that feels like a subject matter that I feel like I won't mind turning my eye to. Cool. This is Eve Capati. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs>